0: Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. Hey, Suzanne, how are you? Good. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing very well. I am sitting here thinking that I feel so blessed to get to talk to you because I know you are sitting in a time of frazzle. You have a lot of company at your house. You have a birthday that you're going to be celebrating with your mom coming up. So how are you holding up?
1: Mm Good. Good. Frazzled is a good word to describe it. It's It's been a busy couple weeks and um, yeah, but it's all good. It's all good frazzle.
0: Yeah, definitely. But a lot of moving parts to work with. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So I was kind of finding that too, because for two years, we've been dealing with COVID. And so... The other day, I sat down to actually schedule out what our summer looks like because I had people who kept asking me, where are you going to be here? Where are you going to be here? And I really didn't know. So I had to sit down and I actually made a paper calendar. Like I drew it all out, one for each month and started putting things on it. And it gets complicated when A... I've forgotten how to do it because I'm out of practice. <laughs> B, there are a lot of moving parts with kids who live in, you know, four different states and trying to see them, and then C getting everything in that I want to get in.
1: This is very true. So um, but I'm gonna pause for just a second <laughs> because my sister in law flew in yesterday from North Carolina. And halfway through her flight, the pilot came on and said, a chief justice just lifted the mask mandate on all flights and airports. And she said it was the best flight she's ever been on. And she said the entire airplane erupted in applause and cheers. And all I could say is, damn it, I wish I had been on that flight. Yeah, you're feeling cheated. I am feeling cheated because as you know, I was just on a, you know, marathon flight getting back from Hawaii. And I still had on one of my longer legs, still had the Gestapo, you know, checking masks and making sure your nose and mouth were covered. And every time you take a sip, she'd go by and she'd say, please cover your mouth after you take your sip of wine. And, and I was ready to punch her in the face (laughs) because she was so obnoxious. And it's like, Oh, to be actually on a flight when the pilot comes on and says, guess what, everyone, take off your masks. You're good to go. And what a party that could have been on that flight. I
0: can only imagine. So let's take a moment of pause and let's talk about this a little bit, because I imagine over the next couple weeks, there's going to be some mm-hmm. chaos around traveling and the mask Mandate. I know that I had a friend traveling today and she was traveling with her young granddaughter who's three years old and they were at the Oregon airport. So this shouldn't be too surprising, but the TSA there did have them put on
1: masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the judge said he's leaving it up to individual airports and individual airlines about whether or not passengers need to wear the mask. So yeah, there's gonna be utter chaos. And in my opinion, and I am going political, I know we we normally don't.
0: Do it. But, I'm cutting your leash there, but,
1: Suzanne. But for the love of God, you know, it's like it's gonna be chaos because it's being handled so poorly. And I don't care who the administration is, that makes no difference to me. It's the government in general doesn't have any idea what to do with this. And so they're confusing everyone. Everyone else has given up masks. And yeah, and if we have to go masks, back to masks down the road, okay, so, so what? We go back to masks down the road. Nobody wants to, but if we have to, that doesn't mean we hang on to masks just in case we have to go back to masks. It's like, figure it out. It's just not that difficult. And after my last bout of travel... I am like, okay, just, you know, don't make this more complicated than it is. Just say, take off your masks until we tell you to put them back on. That's simple.
0: Exactly. Ugh. Because now it's leaving a lot of interpretation open. I've heard right. some people say that, no, it's not they're saying that the masks are done today. It's just meaning they can't extend it again. And so you're going to have people on both sides. You know what? What? if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask. And it should be as easy as that at this point.
1: And don't judge the person who's doing something different than you are. Exactly. That's simple. But yeah. And don't tell me I have to wear a mask in certain places. I don't have to wear it in certain places, but in other places I do. Either we mask up or we don't, and now it's optional. Wear your mask if you feel comfortable wearing your mask. Don't wear it if you feel comfortable not wearing it. Period. Okay, and End I- of discussion. How can it be that
0: difficult? It's really not that difficult. So I have to ask you a question, and I already know your answer to it. So I could probably just <laughs> since skip. I'm it. on fire. Yeah, since yeah. you're on fire. But so let's say you have airline A and airline B. Airline A is saying you do not have to wear masks on our flight, but mm-hmm. their routing isn't quite as good as airline B that is requiring you to wear a mask. Which option do you choose? And again, B has better um, routing.
1: Ooh, tough question.
0: Oh, damn. I thought, I'm like, oh, I know <laughs> how she's going to answer and now you prove me wrong again.
1: Well, I live for better routing. It's like, uh, okay, because I have to go down another road. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew that art, your very, you know, innocent conversation would just turn my spark on and get me fired up? Because, yeah. yeah, because I hate hate, hate, hate wearing the mask. I have since day one, and I have done it because I've been told to do it. and I respect that. and there was a good time and a good place for it. But would I pick? a more convenient or better itinerary and put that stupid mask back on. I have to, I think I probably would. And can I can you give me a few minutes to explain why?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm just kind of internally laughing because before we started this episode I'm like what do you want to talk about Suzanne you're like ah, I don't really have anything and here you go. So oh. yeah,
1: yeah, let's go. Right. Okay, so my brother and his wife have been in Cabo San Lucas for spring break. And we've been planning this birthday weekend for my mom for next weekend. And he's like, well, okay, you know, that's, we'll, we'll make it work because we planned this months and months ago and they had their trip planned months and months ago. And he goes, yeah, we can make, make this work. So two things happen. So when you go to Mexico and you have to fly back into the United States, you have to get a negative COVID test. Yes, to this day, you have to present a negative COVID test within 24 hours of your flight. And someone in my brother's party tested positive. No symptoms, doing just fine. But the entire party was told by the airlines that they had to quarantine for 10 days and then everyone would have to test negative in 10 days before they could leave Mexico and come back into the United States. Oh, no. Exactly. Oh, no. So my brother was texting me because he said, do you know, you travel a lot, Suzanne, you know is this correct information? Can you do a little research for me? And I went to the CDC's website and I know that airlines can do whatever they want. CDC recommendations had changed as of January 27th where they were recommending a five-day quarantine, not a 10-day quarantine, but a five-day quarantine if someone tested positive. But if you've been in contact with a person that tested positive, and you were vaccinated, you did not, you do not have to do the quarantine. It's recommended that you do a five day quarantine, not a 10 day quarantine. And I'm just reporting what I read off of the CDC website. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the airlines have to follow the CDC's recommendations, but that's the direction it went. And so naturally, my brother and their entire party are like, okay, so now we have to find a place to stay for 10 days. And we all have to quarantine for 10 days before we can get back into the United States. And so they decided, okay, out of the entire group, one person tested positive, had no symptoms. So they ended up going to a local hospital and getting retested. And the test came back negative, so the person in the party had a false positive, positive. and of course. then they had, of course. Thank God, because yeah, exactly you're kind of at you're kind of at the mercy of the airline at this point. If the airline's saying you have to quarantine for ten days before you can come back into the United States, then you quarantine for ten days before you come back into the United States, no matter what the CDC is recommending, right. So anyway, so then they're good to go. They're all ready to get on their flight. Everyone has negative tests. Everyone's vaccinated. And they go to get on their flight, and, and the flight is canceled. That so has been an issue a lot lately. It has been a lot, a lot. And so, you know, them along with the two other 200 other passengers that are on that flight – They all have to suddenly rebook. (laughs) So fortunately, they were able to rebook on the flight, the very same flight the next day. So they go back to the hotel, or I don't know, the airline maybe put them up at a hotel. I don't know the details of that. They go to the hotel, spend the night, go back to the airport. On their way to the airport, that flight is canceled again. So they rebook on a third flight, that within three hours was canceled. So they are screwed because then the airline does not have another flight available, like for four days. (laughs) So they're like stuck in Cabo San Lucas for four days because they can't get a flight. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this is a really good argument for why you don't travel internationally yet. You know, it's too soon to travel internationally because you have to, that's because they have to get back into the United States. And these are the rules to get back into the United States. You know, so I'm just in my mind going, yeah, I, we can't go internationally yet. We have to stay in the United States. Good thing I went to Hawaii, you know, instead of Mexico last week. And so anyway, so they end up, switching airlines and they get back to the United States. They get on a flight yesterday and they got back to their home like 10 o'clock last night. So, you know, another airline stepped in, took them, they got home all good. And then my son who is still in Hawaii called me and said, our flight was canceled. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. And The same flight tomorrow is also canceled. (laughs) Now, it's not like my son and daughter-in-law are, I mean, they're very comfortable, but it's not like in Hawaii, they can just run down to any hotel and say, hey, we need a room for the next two nights to get back to, because our flights were canceled, along with the 200 other passengers that were on those flights. And all of a sudden, everyone's scrambling to get home. And they're in Hawaii. They're in the United States. And they can't get home. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, it is
0: when things like that happen, because it's been happening a lot with flights Mm -hmm. and people I love, like my parents, my mom, she was going to take a flight from Las Vegas to San Francisco, San Francisco back. And her whole reason for taking that flight was so she could mm-hmm. get her mileage status extended because she's a gold and she needed like 400 miles oh, and rich. that would cover it. So they decided they would make a weekend of it. They would go to Napa. They would go up to Sacramento where her father's mm-hmm. buried and visit you know, the, the mm-hmm. grave site. But same thing. Their flight was supposed to leave Tuesday morning on Monday morning or Monday evening. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Right. Canceled. And we've rebooked you, but you have to go through Seattle now. And what would have been an hour and a half flight is now a 12 hour flight. And they're like, no way, no way are we doing this. So I felt really bad, but supposedly they did honor that screw up on their part and keep her at the status for flying it, which you know. Oh, well, that's, that's good. Right. Yeah, that's just important right. because you can, you know, right. change your flights, you can right. board early. So
1: right, right. Well, and here's what happened to Jeff and I, and maybe I talked about this in our last podcast, but when we left Kona, we had to get a hopper flight to Honolulu to catch our flight back to the mainland. And the airline that we had our hopper flight on canceled our flight. And it and they sent me a text, you know, like 12 hours before they canceled it. So it gave me time to rebook. And those hopper flights, you can get on a flight every hour. So it was really no big deal, except that you had to do it online. So when you went online to rebook the trip, their website has a glitch in it that, it's like they're assuming that you are changing your flight or you're canceling the flight, not that they have canceled the flight. So they charged us 20 extra bucks each to rebook our flight to Honolulu. That they canceled. And we knew it was, yeah, on the flight that they canceled, that we didn't cancel, they canceled. And there was only, and we were flying first class. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Don't judge me. And they only had one first class seat. So they gave the first class seat to me. They put my husband in coach. And then they charged him an additional $10 for a premium coach seat. When we originally paid for a first class seat. And so we're like 60 out 60 bucks, which is, you know, whatever. It's the principle of it because of a glitch in their system that says, well, you have to pay the change fees when you cancel or change your flight. And that's the, and so then my son was just ticked. So he calls the airline and he was on hold for two hours to get customer service rep to, And he tried to explain the situation and and she was confused. And she's like, well, no, if you book online, if you change your flight online, and he kept saying, you canceled the flight. They didn't cancel the flight. You canceled it. You can't charge them. And she said, well, our, you know, and she kept thinking that we were the ones changing the flight, that it wasn't the airline changing the flight. And so I said, forget it. We'll pay the 60 bucks just to get on a different flight so we don't miss our connection. Oh, my gosh. So stupid. I would be so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, exactly. And it's like, and, you know, and I, I get it. Every industry is screwed up right now because of COVID. COVID did a number on everything. But seriously, you know, people are, and so, and then, as you were going to talk about, because you're trying to schedule upcoming summer plans, not to mention how the cost of everything has skyrocketed. Like it is unaffordable to do any travel right now.
0: Yes, I was definitely gonna jump into that subject as we approach the summer and just thinking about all these families who after two years of not being really able to go anywhere, This is their opportunity. Mm -hmm. Kids are out of the school. Let's travel. But when I'm Mm -hmm. looking at these prices for tickets, I don't know how people can do it. Like I was choking and just happy I had miles to go back to Alaska because it was $500 just from Seattle to Anchorage one way. And that just blew my mind. And that was main cabin. That wasn't first class. That wasn't, it was $500.
1: Well, and don't you feel like aren't, isn't the travel industry kind of biting the hand that feeds them? (laughs) Do they honestly believe that they can maintain this level of cost and then screw it up and people are going to continue to travel? Because in my mind, I'm like, this is so not worth it. Let me just get in my car and drive somewhere because I don't want to deal with the airlines. I don't want to deal with the airports where every airport is telling you, yes, you have to wear a mask. No, you don't have to wear a mask. I don't want to sit in an, on an airplane for six hours wearing a mask. I don't want to worry about my flight getting canceled. I don't want to pay the additional fees because they haven't figured out how to solve that issue. I don't want to pay... 1200 bucks for a one way ticket somewhere and then stay in a hotel that costs $800 a night. They're biting the hand that feeds them. People are going to walk away from that. They're going to find different ways to get to where they have to go. Which, Definitely. Side note. Definitely. Side side note back to my brother and he, their situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's air policy only. So you can drive across the border <laughs> Got it. without a negative COVID test. You can walk across the border <laughs> without a negative COVID test. You can take a boat across the border without a negative COVID test. If you can get on a boat that, you, you know, without a negative COVID test. But the only way to cross the border is with a negative COVID test. <laughs> if you're flying. Again, biting the hand that feeds you.
0: Exactly. And yeah, just thinking about spending that amount of money to go on a flight that's probably going to get canceled,
1: you know. Right. Or delayed. <laughs> delayed. And then you miss a connection. And then you're stuck in the middle city <laughs> that you have no connection to.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it really does yeah, make a case for... If you can get in your car and drive, but you know, the problem with that, if you only have a week off and where yeah. you want to go is two days away and two days back, and the price of gas, I mean, it really is a dilemma.
1: But what are you going to do? Yeah. What do you do? I mean, stay close to or home. You just, yeah, staycation. I mean, I guess that's what you do. And it's it's crazy, but it's like, yeah. So we're, so I think what's happening is it's all backfiring. You know, this, the plans that the travel industry currently have in place to probably recover from their massive losses from COVID is backfiring on them and things are falling apart and it's that domino effect. And what's going to happen eventually is people are going to say, screw it. I mean, really, you only have to go through this once, this experience once where your flight's been canceled or delayed, you miss a connection, you have to pay extra fees, you can't afford a ticket to get anywhere. You only have to go through that once before you just say, this is not worth it.
0: Right. And who really wants to go into that much debt for a week, I mean, I get it. You right. plan for it and stuff, but gas prices are high, too. And, right. And right. maybe I already said that. I'm sorry. I, I feel like this podcast is like going back and forth, back and forth. So if I already said it, I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, it just everything seems to be so high, and yeah, it, <laughs> people are ready to move. They're ready to see people. They're ready to get out and do things, but. It's very uncomfortable to do that, especially if you're talking family of 4, family right. of 5.
1: Right. Well, and I and I think I'm very fortunate that so far except for my brother's situation, but but he when I last time we talked, they're still on board to get here for my mom's birthday. But so far everyone who's come here has not had a flight issue to get here. So yeah, they've even
0: had so far parties on the flight because uh the announcement that <laughs> was know, made. Take I off know. your mask. Yeah, that'd be a great I know. flight to have been on. I mean
1: what a yeah, I know. I mean that timing is perfect. It's like I would have loved to have been on that flight. I know. Who who knew Suzanne would have FOMO <laughs>
0: over not being on a flight right. where you could take a mask off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, considering you know that, you know, I invented FOMO. <laughs> yeah. Of course I I feel that.
0: <laughs> you are definitely a wonderful example yeah. of someone who gets FOMO. <laughs> yep. Yes, I am. So do
1: you have lots of plans while your family's there? No, not really. I think we just have a laid back few days. I have a grandniece and nephew who are going to be here and, and they are going to have a baptism, them, which is will be wonderful. Then we're going to celebrate my mom's birthday. Yeah. And then it's just us being together again for the first time in three years. You know, so it'll be it, it should be a very nice, hopefully relaxing weekend.
0: Right. And are you feeling a little bit like I did that first time I went back to Anchorage where so much has happened, but everything has kind of falling back into they old, just, old um, patterns. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Well,
1: yeah.
0: that's good. I mean, I know you it missed is, a yeah. lot. There's a lot to catch up on, but you're right. family. So that's what you do. Right.
1: right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, my mother-in-law is mm-hmm. getting ready to fly back to the East Coast tomorrow mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting to hear what her experience is with the mask, no mask thing. Um, I know. As she
1: travels. I know. I I will be anxious to hear how that goes. Yeah. And then and Rob. Oh my gosh. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He
0: flies back in a week to Anchorage and. Yeah. So he, does Jeff. He's going to be on fire if he has to wear a mask. So I hope <laughs> we pick the right airlines. <laughs>
1: I know exactly, it's like if it's on the airline, yeah, but, yeah, it goes back to your original question. Do you pick the airline that you don't wear the mask or the more convenient connection?
0: and for me, that's an easy one. I think I would wear a mask for a quicker connection, yes, well, that, and that would be my I choice. think,
1: yeah, and I think lesson learned after the last the last few. Weeks is, I think. If I can't get there nonstop, I'm not going. If I'm going to, if I need to make a connection anywhere, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going to find nonstop flights only. And while listening to you
0: talk right now, you're (laughs) throwing some hurdles out into planning for this big trip we have in the fall internationally. So I hope you're still on board to go. But well.
1: Of course we we are definitely on still on board to go but it did cause me a little angst when i was listening to my brother's experience and as i said originally i was blaming it on being international travel even though it was just mexico and i also noticed in hawaii that japan had not opened its travel opened up its travel restrictions so The Japanese were still not traveling to Hawaii. And so, as crowded as Hawaii was, it was still mainly Americans that were traveling there. And I know they, I know Hawaii depends a lot on the international populations. And
0: they definitely do. Yeah. It's a, a yeah. And this was,
1: this was one of the first trips to Hawaii that I actually noticed. The difference where I didn't hear foreign languages, you know, it was very, very American.
0: Now, do you think that's because you were in a smaller or a different location that wasn't as heavily populated? Do you think if you had gone to like Waikiki or something, you would have heard more of the different languages
1: and... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know because they talked about it on the news in Hawaii that the travel Restrictions from Japan to Hawaii, specifically, um, had not been lifted yet.
0: Yeah, that's hurting their tourism there.
1: Yeah, well, I don't. It actually hadn't been hurting Hawaii's tourism. <laughs> it's been as crowded as I've ever seen it.
0: Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just know that in the past couple of years, or over the past couple of years, that in Alaska, our tourism industry oh. related seem to take, take a, a hit, hit, especially small businesses that required or a lot of their business banks on cruise ships coming in and out. So yes. Yeah. Yes. That was where my thoughts were coming from. Well, yeah. I got a lot of <laughs> thinking to do and a lot of planning to do and a paper calendar that's filling up. So that's what I think I'll be working yeah, on belong. today.
1: Yeah. I know. I think we have to give it some Thought ourselves. It's just, it's just not quite like it used to be, as easy as it used to be. It's a little more complicated.
0: It is now. a little more complicated. And you know, there's still that part of me. Do I want it to, to get that busy? Because that's all under my control for the most part. How busy do mm-hmm. I want to make it? And while I say I want it easy and laid back, there's so many places that I want to visit now that I can. Right. But prices are going to be a factor. They're going to be a consideration. And I might have the time, but that's a lot. It is.
1: It is. It's going to be a balancing act for a while.
0: Yeah, it sure is. But that's where we're at. So I guess with all that shared, Mm -hmm. unless you have something to add, I'm just going to say. No, I think I, I, yeah. I think I've shared enough <laughs> okay got a little fired up there under the the collar yeah. <laughs> okay yep. well yep. I guess I'm just gonna okay. say cheers cheers